welcome to Alphabet Fly, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is a criminal marine biologist, Roan. I did take a criminal marine biology as a major in college. Um, interestingly enough, my minor was general psychopathy, so I'm pretty much a, a, a villain to be. Oh, well, we are going to go through some things today. We're all going through some like, things, Jesse. We're 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 going we're going through some things. <laughs> and um like a decent amount of things. Like you're going to end you're going to end this episode being a new person. So, so yeah, today we're going to be talking about Dr. Lumio Dorcas. <laughs> Dorcas. Oh yeah, that's me. That's me all over. Yeah, do you want to guess what his real name is? Hint, I already said it. Oh, that's his real name. No, that's his real name as well. That's sad. Sometimes people use their sometimes people use their real ass names. So I mean that So yeah, um That kind of defeats the whole purpose of like a uh, of supervillain alter ego, doesn't it? I mean, it's not technically, it's not an alter ego, it's just his ego. <laughs> just He's just a guy. Like, Doctor Strange technically is just using his professional title as a superhero name. Well. I mean. Just, there's no there's no mystique anymore in, uh, in super villainy, is there? Well, I mean, what what's more villainous? Just being yourself? <laughs> or, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. I felt like that was going to go in a yeah, dark direction. I mean, mostly pointing towards myself. Yeah, I mean, you could have said something about because I said, "Where's the mystique in villainy?" And you could say, "Oh, yeah, she's actually um, uh, whatever the X Men's enemies are." Because I, I don't, I don't invest enough time in X Men to know what um, Magneto's bad guy corp is called. Anyway, we should we should carry on. At this moment, Mystique is technically, quote-unquote, a good person with the island nation-state of Kratoa, who is also the planet that walks like a man. It does uh, And all the, mutants, all, the, all the mutants belong to Krakoa, and they, are, they, have like, they have like a nation-state, and uh, Mystique is one of the Twelve Leaders. Well, good for her. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, well, that's a thing. But, uh, but yeah, so, we have that, but what do you think Dorcas looks like? Um, I don't know, like a dumbass, probably? Oh, you're right! Not, not oh, great. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Uh, probably like a nerd, if he's a marine biologist. Um, huh. he probably Wait, doesn't do look see? especially cool. You see him? I just turned on my camera. Uh, hold on. Oh, that that sure is a um. Hmm. It looked like he was trying to go for you know um Green Giant. Yeah. It kind of looked like he was going for that as a Halloween costume, but he ran out of time and forgot to paint his face green. And it's just like, well, I've got most of it on, so may as well just go I mean, to the party has... anyway. He also has pirate boots. Arr. Oh, pirate boots with a heel. 
Oh, that's, that's, crazy. Fr- that's pretty also, sexy. Actually. Pauldrons. Also, pauldrons. Pauldrons. Like very light, very light pauldron- pauldrons with the little spikes. And also, goatee, oh, obviously go- evil, with the yeah. willow's peak and pointy eyebrows. I mean, that's just a that's just a picture of villainy, really, isn't it? Yeah, and and he's doing and his he's doing like a power pose, like one you're supposed to do before you uh, you know, go to a um, before you go to like a job interview, you know, supposed to do like power pose to make you you know trick your body into thinking that you're powerful. Is that what like? A lot of villains do. They're like, yeah, I'm going to get this job interview as ruler of the world. I mean, but, but that's why there's so many would-be conquerors in these books. Yeah, they all power pose it. Well, we're going we're gonna to talk about this um, <clears throat> criminal marine biologist. Uh, so, occupation, marine biologist. Not former marine biologist. Current marine biologist. He's also dead, so technically not. <laughs> so he technically is a former marine time. biologist. <laughs> Well, well, well. We have a whole segment later. Oh, but, okay. Uh, but yeah, genetic engineer, inventor, and would be conqueror. Did I tell you? Did you, I tell you, you there's a lot it, of would be yes. conquerors? I, I, I recall, do recall that. Um, and you may have remember him from making a uh, a cameo in one of the first episodes you did with me, Tiger Shark. Oh shit! He he, he is the creator of Tiger Shark. Oh, it's all yes. it's all come full circle. Yes. Uh so his identity is publicly known. Uh so, he's so, a citizen of the United States with no known criminal records. Okay. Um so he's publicly known as a criminal marine biologist, but he has no criminal record. Well, well, technically, he's a marine biologist that does cr- cr- who applies in a criminal way. It's kind of like how you could be a CEO and you know commit literal crimes against humanity. And so just everyone's just saying, so just oh, a whatever. CEO then. Yeah, it's it's like a CEO basically. It's like a CEO. End of statement. Yeah, a criminal, someone who should either be executed or at least put into jail. Yeah. And have all Preferably their assets the taken first. away from them and redistributed into the community. Yes. Um, I don't think Dorcas has a lot of it, though. He has a lot um, of, I don't know, lot of fish stuff. and water and tanks. Uh, filters. So, um, I mean, also, he probably food. has, like, a pervert dungeon. I don't know what that would involve, but he t- he's definitely a pervert. Oh, well, I look forward to knowing more about his pervert exploits. Well, I mean, I don't think I'm just I'm, I'm just putting this on him, on more than there's anything. No, there's no real but evidence that he's a pervert, but but he definitely is based off of a couple of pretty strong pieces of evidence. Ah. Oh. Uh, so his place of birth is unrevealed, and his place of death is Hydro Base in the North Atlantic Ocean. His middle status is unrevealed. I'm gonna guess he was just just slaying all the all the all the genitals he wants. So he probably does it. So he probably never got married because yeah, you don't want to be tied down. A horny, horny man like that doesn't have time for marriage. 
He does look like he does look like the middle aged dude in a polyamorous relationship who really, really wants, really, really wants you to be there, like fourth or third, third, fourth or fifth. Ugh. He's like one half of a um a unicorn hunting couple, and he's the only one yeah, who's actually he... really into it. But the um his partner's only really doing it to save the relationship. So you know what? No, I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna take this a further, even further. He's in a polycule, <laughs> and he's just and like and like he's bored with like he's bored with like his main person, and he's just like looking at you across the bar and being like, "Yo, I want to get up in whatever that is." Okay, first off, Dorcas, this is my mimosa, <laughs> and second of all, don't talk to me. I have mace. <laughs> It doesn't no, no, look really it's, skinny it's, it's and sassy. Was uh, Meryl's status is unrevealed, so he's probably in a polycule. Uh, but he's like the one in the polycule. Like obviously, nobody else is psyched for him to be there. Yeah, like he's not psyched, but like they feel committed to him. It's like it's like that. Fr- it's like when you have a friendship with someone who's like an asshole. But like you feel like you need to be their friend still for some reason. Yeah, I am that um, friend. He's that. He he's that in the polycule. Like like maybe he was like you know they they introduced him in and then like they feel like they feel like they need to keep him around. Like they feel like closest to him that they definitely shouldn't feel. Yeah, there's kind of like a, a sense of duty. Yeah. Uh. So no no. Uh. So no n- known relatives. And he is a former ally of Atuma Brown. Oh yeah, Krang, Atuma Brown, not the Ninja Turtle ones, and not and not um and not Krang from the Ninja Turtles and Tiger Shark. And he first appeared in Submariner issue number five, and that one has a very I would say Star Trek vibe to it, or like uh, original series Star Trek vibe to it. Um, we discussed this earlier as well, but just so you can remind, be reminded, it has a tiger shark standing over a very sixties looking, um, like go go type dancer. I, yeah, I remember. Uh, I'm very fond of it. Yeah, I think the exact terms you said is "I want to die between those thighs." <laughs> I don't know who you wanted to say that about, but at one person's thighs, you said that about. I don't know, I've said that about a lot of people and a lot of thighs. But I'm just saying, like, I don't know who I'd apply that to either. I mean, the obvious choice would be the go-go dancer, but also Tiger Shark yeah. and Namor. I'm just saying, I would die between any of those thighs. I mean, honestly, I would happily have my head crushed in, like, a watermelon in between uh, Tiger Shark's thighs. I mean, look at them. I mean, they, let's just say great thighs. Yeah, uh, ten just, out of ten. Thighs. A lot of Thank great you thighs. very much. Yeah, Tiger Shark is basically like yelling, like he's a like a monster. Um, and Namor is like, "Hey, I'm gonna swim real quick." And sixties go-go dancer lady is like, "Hey, I'm sexy." Do you think Submariner's aiming to like just zoop underneath the bridge that is um? A tiger shark size. I mean, maybe. Maybe. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe he's maybe he wants to make the other side of the uh, the fantasy cover where you know some some buff dude has uh, some 
some ladies on his legs. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe he's just trying to, like, I don't know, bleed into our reality by swimming so fast that he rips through the pages of the, um, the comic book. Okay, Grant Morrison. Now, uh, he died in Supervillain Team-Up, issue number three. Uh, Lumiere Dorcas was a criminally motivated marine biologist. <laughs> I love that sentence. A God, I wish somebody would say that about me. Like, in my eulogy, when I finally pay for my crimes, I want somebody to be like, Rowan Baker was a criminally motivated artist, fashion icon, gremlin. I think I really feel like, like I would I just, have made it then. Oh my god, I just love that. Uh, criminally motivated. Cr- <sighs> Man, I mean, on that the, is such a- On the um, alignment chart for marine biologists, he's absolutely like chaotic evil. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, whose first known bid to power involved his creation of the superhuman criminal, Tiger Shark. A champion Olympic swimmer, Tard Arliss, <laughs> yep, was was uh, seriously injured and was told by physicians he would never be able to swim again. Dorcas, however, promised Arliss that he could restore his swimming ability. Dorcas subjected Arliss to a great variety of experimental procedures involving high-frequency radiation therapy, which restored his damaged nerve tissue and ligaments. Dorcas intended to place Arliss within his... Uh, Morphotron, a device <laughs> capable of imprinting upon a human being the genetic patterns of another creature. I just can't get over the fact that he was like, hey, I noticed that you have leg problems. I'm a marine biologist, but I promise you, I know, I know feet. I know leg stuff. Also, the fact that this, this injured person was just like, hey, marine biologist, you do leg things, right? I'm not sure what a marine biologist does, but I'm pretty sure it's something to do with legs and, you know, tissue and whatnot. And I don't know, maybe he was paying pretty well and it maybe it's commission based because I know that I will do terrible, terrible things. I will draw terrible things for money because the economy. So maybe it's just the same case with that. He was just like, yeah, fuck it. I've always wanted to try surgery. Maybe. I mean, uh, so, through this means, Dorcas planned to transform Arliss into a superhuman being, which he can use as a pawn in his schemes for world conquest. That's right. He's a brave biologist who wanted to rule the world. How? Through Todd Arliss, of course. He was going to transform him into a superhuman being. Yeah, but, like, wh- why? What, to what end? Why not? Excuse me. <laughs> why not would you uh, rule the world? I mean, I know why I wouldn't, but why would this person not want to? Well, He's a marine biologist. He has a world in his palm. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the world is 70% water, so... Exactly. And he is 70% really good at water stuff. Yeah, I heard he is very good at water sports. That was a piss joke. Uh. <laughs> Dorcas had constructed a robot to search and capture sharks for experimentation. Coincidentally, it came upon Prince Namor the Submariner, 
It was also after a battle with the Kree Captain Marvel. Namor bought Dorcas. Dorcas uh, was brought to Dorcas's laboratory, and he used an Arliss's reconstruct, uh, re, con- reconstructing. Namor and several sharks were used to provide the genetic compound pattern for the great superhuman uh, potential, which Dorcas imprinted upon Arliss through the Morphotron. Thus, Arliss was transformed into the superhuman amphibious being, whom Dorcas called Tiger Shark. Tiger Shark, however, rebelled against Dorcas, and after physically besting the Sun Mariner, was who was still weak to the Morphotron transfer. Of course, that's why you know it never happens. No. This is the first time it ever happened. Just give oh. just, just give me a minute. Uh, the shark left for the laboratory for open sea. Well, and now I'm just removing Tiger Shark and smiling because man. Tiger Shark. Fucking Tiger, Tiger Shark. Shark. <laughs> I just, like, remember when he was just swimming in the Great Lakes and then the Hulk just beat the crap out of him and he was so scared that uh, he left because he thought that, that some mariner sent the Hulk after him? That was a great time. It's like, oh god, what did I do? I'm gonna just leave now. <laughs> I didn't ask for this. Come on, I hate this one dude and he sent his friend after me. That's a low blow. No, it's just a Hulk coming through. You don't know the Hulk. <laughs> the Hulk, and it had my favorite sentence. The Hulk, the Hulk promptly beat him unconscious. It's such a, it's, it's like, it's like the Jesus wept of like, of a, like a superhero yeah. bi- uh, biography, supervillain biography. It was just like, it's so like, it's like the Galactus I hunger. It's like just that little little sentence fragment. It's just very it's very completionist, isn't it? It's just yeah, and then he beat him up at the end. Yeah, and it's just, it's just like it's it's the it's the uh I am of of like of that that dark side said and Jesus said. I know I said dark side first, but because <laughs> that's I'm talking about a you know a more important. I mean dark person. side is obviously uh, um uh, superior to Jesus Christ. Yeah, can can Jesus Christ shoot Omega beams out of his eyes? No, I think. Well, I don't oh, know. Prob- it, 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 it doesn't oh, he say he could. can't. What? That'd be pretty cool. I might ask. I haven't been to uh to Catholic mass in about I don't know eight years, but I could always ask my priest, and he'd be like, "What are you doing here? It's three in the morning." Get out. I'm calling the police. I thought, I thought all you needed was God <laughs> for protection. What type of God can't take down this tiny goblin <laughs> goblin prince? Checkmate Catholics. Now. I could ask my grandma. Dor- you could. Ask ask your grandma if, if Jesus could shoot Omega Beast. My long suffering Irish Catholic grandma. Like, like, just saying, can't, can, get Jesus, shoot Omega beams out of his eyes that can't miss. She'd be like, shut up. <laughs> I told her that I was getting a tattoo of, um, you know, that painting of Lucifer when he's got his, like, arm over his face and he's, like, crying. Yeah. I told, I told her that I was getting that and she was like, why, don't do that. And now I just want it more. Because I live to spite. Well, I mean, that's. I mean that's just that's just the perfect tattoo for yeah. you. 
not only not only are you a little demon, but you're also crying all the I'm time. I'm also crying and gorgeous. Yeah, I mean that's just how you're supposed to do. It's just it's, you're supposed to. It's my brand. Like, like your your body is your temple, and your temple is going to be filled with hot people. Yeah, because it's on top of a, another hot person. That's exactly of it. I mean, yeah. you get me. Well, yeah, I do. That's why. That's why we're. That's why we're best friends across the across the pond, as some people would say. Yeah. So the uh, on the old other side of the Atlantic, American neighbor, my friend. That's how. That's yes. how you pronounce it, right? Yes, that's it exactly. That's how we pronounce and it in the old country. Yeah, the old country. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's it, exactly. Okay, we do need to talk about Dorcas oh, a little okay. bit more. So, subsequently, well, after after Tiger Shark, you know, left her open sea. And got beat subsequently, up by the Hulk. Uh, yes. Uh, who was promptly beaten unconscious. Uh, <laughs> sub- subsequently, Dorcas financed an expedition that found the android Dragon Man. Dorcas held... Also held the uh, lady, the lady Dorma, Submariner's consort, prisoner, to lure Namor into a trap. Dorcas intended to have Dragon Man destroy Namor, but the Submariner defeated the android instead. Wait. Afterwards. Wait, when? Since when was there an android? Dragon Man's an android. When? when since was he was thing? created as an android. Since the sixties. Okay. The Mad Thinker made him. Fine. <laughs> Acceptable, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, I mean, listen to my Dragon Man episode if you want to know more about Dragon Man. Oh, God. I'm very bold of you to assume I <laughs> listen to anything without being forced to do it. <laughs> well, if you want to know about this android, I guess you have to listen to Dragon Man. <sighs> God damn it. I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place here. Afterwards, Dorcas formed an alliance with the renegade Atlantean warlord Krang, not from the Ninja Turtles, to attack both Atlantis and the surface world. Krang selected the his follower Orca as his test subject for Dorcas <laughs> love it. Uh, to experiment uh, for Dorcas uh, experiment to endow Atlanteans with the power of a killer whale. Using another version of the Morphotron, Krang and Dorcas had transformed Orca. Had the transformed Orca lead a fleet of killer whales on an attack of Atlantis, which was thwarted by the Submariner, uh, as well as through interference by Tiger Shark. Krang and Dorcas fled. So... The fun thing about Orca, which you definitely need to listen to as well, because everything related to Dorcas is gold. <laughs> just gold. Orca is Atlantean who was given the power of killer wells. So, so just which to be included big. like super stri- Well, 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 well psh, psh, that's later. Um, <laughs> but he had a belt that basically sucked in the power of the killer whales do be sucking and he was able to breathe air and he was able to breathe so basically had like a westlake belt that allowed him to be like a killer whale and he also wore basically like a killer where kigurumi i love that 
That's my new cosplay for next time I go to Comic Con. Fuck it. And and he was eight and he was eight he was eight feet tall. Later he was experimented on and was turned twenty four foot tall. Oh, good for him. <laughs> Wish I was twenty four foot tall. And later, I mean, right now you're like three foot tall. So I mean, that's <laughs> stop it. You're a little fairy, a little fairy goblin. <laughs> stop it. Dorcas and Krang later formed a secret alliance with Namor's cousin Bra. Bra who sought to store stir up. Public sent uh, sentiment in uh, Atlantis against Namor, and to be crowned in the to be crowned prince uh, of Atlantis in, in his place. Krang and Dorcas sent a robotic sea monster to battle Namor, and it, and Namor defeated it because. Oh well, um, that's uh, great. You know, yeah. I mean, how are you going to defeat Namor? He's shredded like a ninja turtle. This is true. I mean, anyone um, who's dressed like a ninja turtle does is basically impenetrable. Well, no, 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 no. He's shredded like a ninja oh. turtle. There's difference oh, there. Okay. You have to draw Namor as naked as possible because if you do draw him with clothes, like a lot of clothes, it's a war crime. <laughs> you will be. The Geneva be Convention the dictates that uh, drawing Namor. We need to see those abs and those biceps. In that face, we need basically we need to see my my uh, my husband Namor more. Namor more. Uh, so, yep. So so Dorcas. So basically, uh, Namor captured Dorcas Krang, and then blah 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 blah. You know they got defeated. So Dorcas then created Aquanoids or fish or minfish, <laughs> men fish. <laughs> which were all humanoid versions of various uh, marine creatures. And he and Tiger Shark became allies. Dorcas captured both the Submariner and Spider-Man and held them prisoner in his undersea complex. So Spider-Man Namor just kind of and- appeared now. He's just like, oh, guess I'll go swimming. Oh, whoops, what? There's an undersea guy? And now I'm well, in an undersea visit- lab? Okay. Namor needs to visit New York a lot so he could cuck Reed Richards. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how how else is Reed Richards going to get cucked? I mean, I can certainly help with that. I mean, you could. I mean, Sue Storm is a very is a very not only very powerful woman, but attractive and fun to talk to. So who why would you want to cuck Reed Richards? Because Sue Storm is way better than him. And could yeah. do better. Uh but yeah, he's in New York a lot. So, you know, Namor, so, you know. Of course, Namor and Spider-Man escaped ha- captivity, and in battling the Aquanoids, Spider-Man accidentally triggered the destruction of the undersea base. Namor, Spider-Man, Dorcas, and Tiger Shark escaped, needing both new allies and an adventure capable of devising events, advanced re- uh, weaponry for him. The undersea barbarian warlord Atuma was formed an alliance with Dorcas and Tiger Shark. Dorcas rebuilt Atuma's war machines called the Octomex, and together Atuma, Dorcas, and Tiger Shark captured the floating island Hydro Base and took Namor prisoner. Dr. Doom, my other husband, who sought Namor as an ally, arrived and attacked Atuma and Tiger Shark. See, I love it when my two husbands work together. Dorcas seized a weapon and was about to kill Namor, 
he was still bound hopelessly in chains. <sighs> However, Namor's longtime friend, Betty Dean, a, pr- a priestess, uh, who lived in Hydrabas, tried to save Namor and took the lethal bat blast for Dorcas's weapon herself. Namor, regaining his freedom, it was infuriated by the murder of a Prentice and tried to take revenge. However, the still weakened Namor was taken from the scene by doom. Shortly after, the vengeful Namor attacked Atuma, Dorcas, and Tiger Shark again. Some Mariner hurled the defeated Tiger Shark at Dorcas, but Dorcas moved out of the way, and Tiger Shark's body struck an Octomech behind him, causing it to topple. Dorcas was about to fire a lethal blast from his hand weapon at Namor when the Octomech fell atop the criminal scientist, crushing him to his death. <laughs> so he just got squashed. So so he fell for the whole, like, you missed me. It's like, did I? Then <laughs> <Trick>. just... <laughs> That's really funny. It's like really cartoony. <laughs> Did they get their Octomex from like Acme or something? Dorcas is 5'11, weighs 195. Big blue boy. eyes, brown hair. Um, He has the normal human strength of a band, his age, height, and weight, who engages in little regular exercise. I mean, mood. I mean, sure. Uh, his he has no superhuman powers, and his abilities is basically he's a criminal. He's he's a, he's criminal, a criminal marine biologist, yeah, an aspiring criminal marine biologist. So, Roan. First off, this is the last, last uh, of the volume of last volume eight. I'm, I'm done with this book. Also, no way. I'm done with uh, let out with well not with th- with this book. I have two others, but but I'm done with this one. And uh, we landed on just no. Nope, we did not leave with a whimper. We left with a bang because Dorcas is is a golden god. I love Dorcas. I like everything Dorcas. related to Dorcas is gold. Yeah, I love Dorcas. I feel like something we haven't touched on though is um uh. Dorcas's um, sex dungeon. I mean, I feel like that it was very light on the sex dungeon thing when you were talking about it. Well, no, no. I I said everything is presumed. Yeah, you said presumed. It's presumed. But, I mean, come on. He no. makes he makes fishmen, and he has an underwater dungeon lab. I mean, yeah. you know, it would be silly to uh, not to know that he's just kind of doing some freaky, freaky shit with those fish boys. I have one more question to ask before we do plugs. Okay. Are they still dead? Is he still dead? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Um, how many? Uh, yes or no? It's a binary. Oh. Yes or no? Um. Uh, um. Yes. No, he isn't. Okay, so <laughs> I, I sent you a picture of what he is like now. Because what happened is it turns out that when he was being, it turns out that uh, Doctor Dorcas gave himself starfish DNA. What? But basically, um, 
he showed up in the Thunderbolts like years later. Like I'm talking like years later. And uh he so it turns out that he had some starfish DNA up in there and regenerated. Well, that's very convenient. Uh, and ba- oh, I mean, I mean, is it more convenient than? And now he eats with his tum tum. Yeah, so he has a belly button that leaks that like leaks out. Uh, that leaks out like ooze. He has like a. Like his, uh, under his arms and stuff, like his full arms, it's like a uh, squish, like like movie parts, you know, like what how um like starfish have, and he has this mask that you don't see him out of, that is right. basically just like a metal, just it's like metal and it looks he looks like a serial killer. Yeah, it's kind of like um, it's very much a weird fetish mask. There's a fetish called rubber dolling, where you kind of wear. Um, like rubber latex parts to kind of look like a doll um, and I feel like he's kind of into that in some respect. Yeah, so that's Dorcas. He's a golden god and I love him. So so yeah, uh, let's do plugs. No, I don't really have anything to plug to be honest because I still don't do a, um, a podcast or anything. Maybe someday. Um... But I have a um, an art page where I do all my arty stuff. Um, uh, it's called um, Emmy Baker Artisan Illustrator on Facebook. Um, I'm kind of in the process of setting up a shop and kind of just doing some comic booky stuff. So stay tuned for that if you are interested in um, following my work. I guess. Yep. So, uh, my name's Jesse. I have another podcast called Creepy Critters, where I talk about cryptids and some of detail. I also have another podcast called Alphabet Fly. This is this one. Oh, yep. I also have another podcast called Limited Theories, where I talk about limited Marvel series issue by issue with my friend Rob. If you want to see the pictures of the people we're talking about, you can go to at Alphabet Flight on Twitter and Instagram. And if you have any, and if you want to see my pet, Dexstar, you can go to at Marvelous Mooch on Instagram. This has been Alphabet Flight and Justice is Served. Bye! Bye.